That was a no. What up, though? What up, what up? What's going on? We are back. This is episode nine. Nine. Rounding up. Jeez, how oh, almost, this is the last one. Yeah, this is the last and final right. of the draft grades. This is the NFC West. That's Fellas, we've come a long way. That oh, we have yeah. come a long way. We have done seven. Now this will be our eighth division uh, draft grades. And we are also done a, a mock draft. I got hundreds of views. Um, so we're on our way to, to, to superstardom. So That's it. pack your bags, boys. Let's go. Um, so if we're going to lead off with, I don't have any of my notes here. Who are we leading off with? Arizona Cardinals. Arizona. I got it right for the first time ever. What a fun draft for Arizona. Man. And just and just a fun offseason. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But um, in my opinion, the steal of the first round, Oh, Isaiah Simmons, linebacker out of Clemson, falls to them at number eight. I think a lot of people, including myself, had them as a sh- – I'm sorry, had – the Panthers as a shoe in for Isaiah Simmons. Sure, I, so when they passed him at seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had him at four to the Giants. Yeah, I, mean, I had him top five. A lot of five. people did. So yeah, this guy. I mean, Isaiah Simmons. It's it's funny. There. So the Cardinals GM pretty much said he could see the same similarities as Brian Urlacher. Wow. Can cover. Wow. He has great leadership skills. He's fast. He's not a box guy that became like. A great player. I mean, he he can he can do everything. He can play inside, outside. He's vocal. So I mean, if if that's the guy that you think you just got, whoo, and he fell to you at number eight, man, you know. I mean, yeah. I think everybody was talking about this guy being, you know, um, a Swiss Army knife, being able to to do a whole bunch of stuff. So I mean, I don't know. I, for him to just fall to you at eight, uh, yeah, how do you how do you not? And then I think they went with that same strategy in the third round with Josh Jones. Uh, I mean, a lot of people had a real high grade on him. Uh, first round, I think, in I, some mock drafts. I had Josh Jones going in the first round, like, you know, the to the Chiefs or something. Yeah, and, and for him to be there in the third, yeah, you got to pounce on that. Absolutely. I mean, immediately. So uh, I think that was a great pick as well. Um Two big hits there. I liked Eno uh, Benjamin, yeah. running back from Arizona State. I like him. Um, they have Kenyon Drake but and Chase Edmonds, but I think he mm-hmm. this guy can catch the ball a little bit out of the backfield. Um, I know he's a seventh-round draft pick. He might not see the field a whole lot, but I, I could see him uh, catching you know the ball out of the backfield a little bit and kind of doing some screens and bubble screens and something like that. But, I mean, that was another little good pickup I liked in the – Seventh round for crying out loud. But I mean, Isaiah Simmons won. Josh Jones, third round. You can say DeAndre Hopkins was your second round pick. Which is crazy to say. Um God. congratulations, Arizona. I mean, you really hit this draft out of the park. You know, one guy that you didn't mention that I kind of expected as what I've learned from you, uh is you like guys out of Utah. So, <laughs> uh uh Lecky Fotu, um, Got that right. Uh, yeah. Defensive lineman out Probably of Utah. Probably why didn't say it. Right. Um, this guy is, what did they say? He is 6'5", 330. That is a mammoth of a man. That is a big man in the middle. And then you also got to think, okay, fun fact about him, he grew up playing rugby. 
And he was not only did he play rugby, he was good enough to play for the U.S. national team Let's go. and train with them in London. Ooh, so this is kid, he, you know, it doesn't matter. With I'm sorry, with a team in London, ah, with gotcha. the team, with the team in London. Sorry, um, but he played five games as a, as a true freshman and uh, and only had one tackle. So okay, this might take a little bit, um, but. In 2017, the sophomore, he started 13 games, 22 tackles, three and a half for loss. They can say, okay, it's kind of starting yeah. to click for him. So yeah. his yeah. junior year is where he took off. First team, all Pac-12, 33 tackles, five and a half for loss, three sacks, and only 13 games. Sorry, wow. 14 games, 13 starts. So he's somebody who's, who, who just got better as he got older. So I think this thing is to, to get him in the fourth round. Those guys you know, from Utah, man, those Utes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I mean, great, the, great uh, little attribute strength about him that I love is he has a girthy lower half. Stop it. <laughs> it's right here. I swear. Somebody wrote that. This is on the NFL.com oh, no. scouting page. He's got, a, he's got a girthy lower half <laughs> <laughs> with thick arms. Ooh. I'll be honest. I did not expect them to go with arms. I didn't either. Sentence, but yeah, I, I, love a, I love a good defense lineman with a girthy lower half. Ugh. Don't you? No, yeah. I do not. <laughs> I mean, Picking up him and then Rashard Lewis, another defensive lineman from LSU. Uh, so you know SEC, they're battle tested there. I mean, like I said, this 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 draft for the Cardinals, I, I love it. It's a great draft. This is my highest grade. I gave them the A plus. I mean, I thought they got really. Yeah, this is my highest graded draft right here, Arizona. Wow. If you include the DeAndre Hopkins, of course, but right for me as a Texas fan, but even fan, without that. Hurts, but you know, <laughs> I can imagine. I feel that. like I have to, at least for the Cardinals. I mean, because you gave up a second for yeah. DeAndre, so that's your pick now, essentially. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, A plus. I mean, you're gonna get this is gonna be a fun little offense. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Kyler's got plenty of weapons coming out of this draft. Now, can they do enough on defense? We'll see. We'll kind of see how that goes. I mean, you. I can kind of see some similarities with Russell Wilson, Kyle Murray, you know, when they're rookies. I mean, they kind of have the same kind of skill sets. Can okay. Kyler make that same stuff or step that Russ did when he was, you know, in those youngers and they went to two, was that two Super Bowls, three Super Bowls? Something like, I two. think two. It was two. One, one, lost one. One, lost one. I mean, they should have had two if yeah. they would just ran it. But, mm. you know, it's not crazy to fathom, hey, three years from now, they could be in the Super Bowl. With the team they have, I think that's a little that's a little bit of a stretch. But uh, I will say this: I just like, man, they look good, but like, God, are they in the wrong division? Yeah, yeah. And you still got the Rams who were in the Super Bowl two years ago. Mm-hmm. You got the, the Forty ers who were in the Super Bowl last year, mm-hmm. and you got the Seahawks who were in the Super Bowl three, four, maybe. See, that, years that ago. makes my, that makes like, my point even better. Arizona man. is due. Right, everybody's <laughs> going to the Super Bowl. Why not Arizona? <laughs> Well, I mean, they they, to, yeah, they, they played the Steelers uh, and lost to San Antonio. Oh, and that, yeah. Oh, man. man. All right. Well, we'll see. I, I, I do love Kyler Murray. As much as I hate yeah. Jalen Hurts, that's how much I love Kyler Murray. Um, <laughs> and and he, like, he's he's a proven winner. Didn't he? He was, like, undefeated in high school. Right? Undefeated, Allen. Yeah. I mean, just, just crazy. Just got, it's just a like, crazy stat. I think it was, like, 56 and 0. Didn't he have like, three, three? Was it three state champions? Uh-huh. Or? Now, I can't imagine going into high school and then never and losing lost. again until college. What? Yeah, right. 
right, well, we'll move right along um, from the Arizona Rams. to the Los Angeles Rams. Are going to be moving into a new stadium, correct? Yeah, yeah. SoFi, LoFi, SoFi, Hi Fi. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, uh, looks pretty nice from the drawings. I. I had no idea. I'll probably never see it in real life. But hey, it looks pretty nice. Yep. They have the exact same logo as the Chargers, right? Or is it the other way around? Somebody got a new logo. And uh, the Rams. Rams. And they look exactly like the other team. Yeah. yeah the Rams got uh, a new logo. And it, I mean, looks basically. Yeah, it looks like the light, almost like the lightning bolt from the Chargers. But pretty much. Anyways. Um, so they go running back Cam Akers at 52. Uh, <laughs> thoughts on that? So... Walk down the street, okay, and you see Cam Akers and you see his Florida State offensive line. That's pretty much the same offensive line that he's going to walk into with the NFL because the uh, Los Angeles Rams don't have an offensive line. Yeah. They're ranked 31st, so it's going to be like he's running behind his Florida State team again. Um, so he's not going to have much um, – you know, potential there. I mean, their offensive line's not good. Yeah, and then to make it worse, they didn't draft an O-lineman until the seventh yep. in this draft. Amen. But, I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of conflicted about this. It took this. a kicker before that. Terrifying. Yeah. Um, go ahead. I mean, I, I you lost Todd Gurley, so obviously you want to, you know, get your replacement, which is great by all means, but you have no offensive line. I mean, Akers is great. He ran for over 1,400 yards. Yeah. Had 14 touchdowns. But that line. Awful. The line is just terrible. And I love Cam Akers. Um, I've followed him since high school. He was, I think, like the number three overall in his recruiting class coming out of high school or something like that. Number one rated running back. I remember. Yeah, I don't I don't sure. really follow high school, but I remember the name Cam Akers. But yeah, I, I remember mean, seeing him like on Twitter or something like that. Yeah, he was a monster. And, and when he committed to Florida State, I was like, oh, yeah, he's going to come in just like, you know, at that point, Dalvin Cook had just left. Yeah. And there was that, you know, I mean, they were really successful at running back. And uh, and just like you said, their line just never showed up. And I, he might be in for much of the same here. Like I said, they, they got a guard in the seventh in Tremaine Ancrum, which uh, no offense to him, not to say he's bad or anything, but waiting till the seventh to get any kind of offensive lineman at all is – yeah, that's tough sliding. Tough, especially when you're asking a rookie to come in and replace the production of Todd Gurley. Of Todd Gurley, man. What he did was tremendous. So, I, I don't know. It's tough to say, you know. Um, I think Van Jefferson. Van, Van Jefferson, I, I think it was a, you know, a little bit of a reach. This was a four-year player at Florida. Yeah. Okay? But he didn't really have any elite production. He the highest at his four years, 657 yards receiving. So, I mean, really didn't do a whole lot. He's a great route runner, um, but there's a little athletic upside, I feel, there. I mean, so wide receiver, okay. I mean, this is the guy. He's cheaper than Brandon Cooks because that's what you you traded for. Yeah, yeah you got to replace that. Um, but, you know, you're getting a good route runner, but – I don't know. The, the production wasn't there. In yeah. So going back to that offensive line, um, you have a guy in your best offensive lineman is Andrew Whitworth, who, oh, by the way, is going to be 39 in December. Good Lord. Um, so, and, and like you said, t- to wait until the, the seventh round to pick an offensive lineman 
and, and I'll be honest, I'm not a huge offensive line guy, but there's some guys that I've never even heard of in this <laughs> offensive lineman. So they have Austin Corbett at left guard. Anybody? In Nevada. Yeah. Well, of course uh, you know. Uh, well, okay. Well, look, it's like guys that he got him from Cleveland, so that makes sense. Of course, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's how. I, I was like, like, how do you know that? I wasn't going to say it's anything about that. Spent a whole lot of time about it. It's a CLE right next to me. I'm a huge Mountain West guy. Um, Brian Allen at center. Nope. Exactly. Okay. Uh, Austin Blythe. Uh, the name sounds familiar, but it couldn't. Apparently, they got him from Indianapolis, okay. and then you have Rob Rob Havenstein. Like these guys, like I've never <laughs> yeah. heard of, and then you don't even address it in the draft. So, excuse me, unless they they got some big free agent signings. But then again, like as far as offensive linemen, I'm not sure who's really and out just, there. For just you. a few years ago, they had one of the most formidable fronts out there. It was like Dallas and the Rams. Yeah, and you know, poor Jared Goff, and you know that's Todd Gurley left town. Um, with this draft, I do like Terrell Lewis, um, the yeah. edge rusher from Alabama. I think that was one of their uh, solid picks here. Um, great pass rushing specialist. He fell due to some injury concerns, but he, I think he can be a double-digit sack guy. He's got the length, got the athleticism that you want. Um, but, yeah, that, that's my probably favorite pick in this round. Really? Yeah. See, mine would be uh, the other Terrell, Terrell Burgess. So yeah, listen from, to this. From? From Utah. Yes. Of course. Always got to bring it back to Utah. Yep. So listen to this. Listen to how they used this guy defensively. He had 285 snaps as the box safety. Okay. 272 as a slot corner. 133 as a free safety. 66 on the D line. <laughs> and then another 27 snaps as an outside corner. Sounds like everywhere. They yeah. use them everywhere. It sounds like we just got a playmaker in the end of the third round. Yeah, and they declined uh Roby Coleman's yeah. option. So you got if you're gonna Nickel Roby Coleman? Yeah. That's a new Philadelphia Eagle right there. There you go. So gotta replace all that. And I mean that sounds like this dude can jump in and do Yeah, I, I would say with him and Terrell Lewis, I think they got two starters. Yeah, definitely. So I mean, those two picks make up for you know the questionable picks and the sec the two second round picks. <laughs> yeah. According to their depth chart, they already have Tara Lewis as their starting outside linebacker. Wow. Um, they run a three four. So up front, they got Michael Brockers, Ashawn Robinson, they got from Detroit, and okay. Aaron Donald. So that's a great starting yeah. three. Uh, linebacker and eh, kind of falls off a little bit. Uh, they brought in Leonard Floyd from Chicago. Yeah. Um, and then corners. You're looking at Troy Hill from New England and, of course, Jalen Ramsey. And then safety is Taylor Rapp, the, I believe, second-year player. Taylor uh, Rapp, yeah. That, that was a uh, great pick. That was a safe, or, yeah. Yeah, safety last year. Um, now the big one there is Leonard Floyd. From, hey, hey, if he can produce, he was him the, and Aaron Donald. He was the fourth, round, the fourth pick. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, he was the first rounder. Huge high upside there. I mean, if they can turn him around. Um, it's a big if. Yeah. But I mean, Rams. It's I would give it like a C plus. I mean, the two third round picks for me were big gets. Um, the two second round picks, I can see why they did it, but they reached when they had they had needs elsewhere. I mean, I I can see why they picked the guys that they picked in the mm-hmm. second round because I'm with you. They reached uh, with Van Jefferson. I feel like, yeah. I, and Cam Akers is a solid pick, but 52nd, I don't I just don't know about. If they would have just gotten offensive line, just yeah, go. You gotta help that O line, man. Well, I mean, your options are Mon Pa Kettle. I don't know. I've never even <laughs> heard of these dudes. Seriously. Okay. So, 
All right, well, then we'll bring it up to the Super Bowl runner-ups in the San Francisco 49ers. Um, Man, this is one that I actually really like their draft. They didn't have a lot. This was five picks here, but um, their top three picks I love. So two in the first, and then not again until the fifth. Mm -hmm. Uh, But those two first-round picks, you go get Javon Kinlaw, defense tackle out of uh, South Carolina, excuse me. And then your boy, Gregory, Brandon IU, yeah. wide receiver out of Arizona State. I'm not Gregory, tall. tell us a little bit about Brandon IU, wide receiver out of uh, Arizona State. I really like this guy. Um, so once upon a time, they had Ayuk on one side and they had Nikhil Harry on the other time. Uh, first round pick from the Patriots uh, last year. Ayuk did everything better. Uh, just topped everything that Nikhil Harry did from the Patriots. The guy can run. He can catch. Big physical. He can uh, kick returns, punt returns. Mm-hmm. I really like this guy. And I think he fits Kyle Shanahan's offense. Uh, Kyle Shanahan runs a lot of bootlegs, a lot of play action. Um, he needs some explosive players that can run down the field, bubble screens. Yeah, he lost Emmanuel Sanders. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like an Emmanuel Sanders, except this guy I think is bigger, stronger. Um, Going to be fun to watch this guy. Yeah, I mean, I this guy so. is a competitor, and I'm super excited about this guy. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm with you on that. I watched a few of his highlight videos. Um, I remember uh, talking about him with you, Sean, talking about the Eagles first-round draft pick. I remember he was a name that popped up for you. And so I got to watching a little bit of his highlight tape. And he, like you said, he can do it all, especially yeah. in the punt return game. That would definitely go some ways to help. You lost uh, Marquise Goodwin as well. Yeah, Goodwin. And then uh, Sanders, Sanders yeah, gone. So. so, I mean, you got to do something. Uh, I think Javon Kinlaw was a great pickup at number 14 overall. Love that pick. I'm telling you, uh, you lose to Forrest Buckner and you go get his replacement. I mean, right then and there, probably save you some money on the cap to go get some other guys if you have to as well. But I mean, Kinlaw was what the top rated? <clears throat> excuse me, the top rated D lineman. Yeah, some people had him higher than Derek Brown. <clears throat> so I mean, oh really? Yeah, there was a few people out there. I mean, so even if you get the same production as Derek Brown, I mean, oh yeah, you take that. Yeah, and with this 49ers line, I mean, they look great. They're oh, already a great de- defense. Yeah, for sure. And with you add Bosa and everybody. It, it, it's going to be fun to watch. And then you got a Uke uh, wide receiver. Um, yeah, I mean, I really love those two two first-round picks. Yeah, yeah, they were great. And then, Sean, like you said, uh, McKivitt's in the fifth. Um, that seemed like a pretty solid pickup as well. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, what they bring in, they bring in Juwan Jennings, wide receiver out of Tennessee. Um, this guy really kind of stretched the field. We'll see. That's a seventh-round pick. But, I mean, if you get into an offense – uh, where, where they're just slinging it around, and uh, Jimmy G seems to be the guy. I mean, he, he made it believe he was at everybody, so we'll see. And then again, like you said, I think Brandon Ayuk is someone to keep your eye on, uh, and as rookie of the year contention, to be honest with you, I think in that Ooh. system, you have George Kittle is going to bring a lot of attention. Yeah, uh, this is someone that I wouldn't be surprised. They're a team that likes to pass a lot. You brought up Shanahan's offense. I could see. I don't think he's going to be like be all, not AJ Brown, but you know, maybe a step below it. I'd be interested. We'll see. Okay. So let's, uh, I mean, 49ers for me, I gave them a, a B. You know, they didn't have a lot of picks. Um, so I gave them a B, B minus. Yeah, Seattle Seahawks. The last one to round last out. but not Man, we've come a all long way to get to this point, fellas. I can't tell you 
how much I've enjoyed it. Um, we're not done for the season. Oh, absolutely not. By a long shot. Nope. But I got to tell you, man, going over these teams with you guys has been the most exhausting uh, <laughs> two weeks of my life, um, pretending to care about teams that I, I don't care about. But here we go. Speaking of which, Seattle Seahawks. Uh, we're going to talk about their draft pick. What did you see? What did you like? What did you think was a stretch? Anything stick out to you specifically, Matt Benavides? Well, uh, I mean, uh, you got to look at their first pick as far as the first thing you want to talk about, Jordan Brooks. Uh, he's a good linebacker, don't get me wrong. Um, I don't think anybody had him 27th overall. I, I don't don't even think I had him in my first two rounds, if we're being honest. Um, and didn't they so, they picked him over Patrick Queen? Oh, yeah, they definitely did. Patrick Queen came 28. So they had to have seen something. And, you know, Seattle's kind of always on. Pete Carroll always sees something in guys that no one else sees and finds a way to coach him up or, or you know, finds a guy who's real scheme heavy and, and really fits what he's trying to do. Yeah. And that tends to be the reason that they draft, you know, a, a lot of their guys. Uh, same with Damian Lewis, the guard. Um, but I... I so I think uh, just to, to, to speak on your point about it, maybe a reach for Jordan Brooks. So the weaknesses they have here, um, according to NFL.com, says that uh, just failed to rise against the occasion against Oklahoma. And I know they spanked Tech. So I think that could have been a game where he really could have stepped up and maybe make some big plays. But um, he got gassed late in the second quarter against uh, the, the, the Sooners and their pace. They couldn't, couldn't really keep up with it. Um, loses his run fit at times when working around blocks. So that's something he's going to get attached to blockers. So, I mean, granted, they do obviously every, for every strength. I'm sorry, for every weakness, there is a strength. But I think some of the, the big ones, like he gets gassed according to their pace. This is going to be an offense or, you know, a division where you're going against San Francisco yeah. and the Rams and, and the Cardinals, guys who are going to like to run it up and, and move. And you got to run down Kyler Murray now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for, I, the, for your first round pick, that just seems like a lot. Man. I think that's one of the reasons why they think the potential is there with Jordan Brooks is, hey, you got Kyler Murray. Um, you got some mobile pieces in this uh, league. Uh, they're hoping Jordan Brooks with that kind of spread – Everybody runs in college. They can he can go sideline to sideline and yeah. get them. They'll sacrifice the run stopping power for coverage. That's what they're. I think they're banking on. I mean, because Jordan Brooks. I mean, he did have some pretty good production at Texas. I got a lot of tackles, but for me, I do think it was a reach when you had Patrick Queen sitting there. Yeah, that was my. I mean, I, I some people I had him as the best linebacker. It was him in the the manimal Kenneth Murray. Yeah. Um, but I mean, last year the Seattle Seahawks they whipped on LA. LJ Collier and then Marquise Blair. Those were the first two picks. I have no idea who those people exactly. Are. Good God. They both started on their defense, didn't do well. Um, so I mean Jordan Brooks, hopefully it's not the same thing. I do Darrell Taylor, they don't they don't have an edge rush right now. So I, okay, they needed to address edge, but the bad thing is with this draft, they didn't have any this this wasn't the class for edge rushers. So I mean no. I think they reached on him. Yeah. I do like Damian Lewis. I think that was probably their best pick. Um, I think he can be an upgrade to their interior line, which they do need. Uh, fortify that with Dwayne Brown, Russell Wilson. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, not a whole light, a lot to like this. It's a lot of reaches. I mean, you're you're banking on the big potential and the big high risk. I mean, see, but, that's, I'm with you on that one. If I thought they need, I mean, obviously they need an edge rusher with not resigning Clowney yet, mm-hmm. and and I that's where I would have gone if you're going to go. 
anywhere 27. And, and even if you are going to stay with linebacker, like you said, Patrick yeah. Queen's on the board, uh, and, and he was rated as, I think, the top linebacker for me as well. So I don't know. There were a lot of options. There were a lot of different ways they could have gone. Uh, they must have seen something they liked on the tape with Jordan Brooks, uh, which is, hey, you know, if that's what works for you, then that's what works for you. Uh, like you said, Damian Lewis, the guard from LSU, uh, big guy, absolute road grader, Smaller, 327. Yeah. Um, not the greatest at pass protection, but, you know, I mean, they run the ball a good bit. They have Penny and, uh, oh, who's the other guy running in the backfield? Carson? Chris Carson. Chris there you Carson. Go. So, you know, they, they like to run the ball. I mean, I'm sure DK Metcalf's going to emerge at some point. So. Oh, speaking of running the ball, they bring in DJ Dallas out of Miami. Um, and so just looking at a little bit about him. So he actually was a high school quarterback that was recruited to Miami to play receiver and then converted to a running back in the 2017 season. So wow. he's, he's obviously that athlete that they're looking for. Um, you know, four five eight doesn't really fly. Yeah. But, I mean, at the sense of, you know, just one of those like kind of guys who you can put him in. As, as just his position is athlete, yep. you know what I mean, and uh, make something happen. You know what I'm saying? He, has, he he does have a little bit of a burst and, and has decent getaway juice, uh, but I, w- I would I would like to see. I wish he would run a little bit faster. Uh, I know for you can't fall in love or fall in hate with that forty time, but I think he's still probably trying to hone his instincts as a runner. When your your first position was quarterback, and then your first your second position was wide receiver. <laughs> And yeah. now you're going into the league as well, your third position you've ever learned. You didn't learn that until two, three years ago. So, I mean, granted, fourth round. So, you know, I don't, I, I can't really speak if it was a stretch or not. Um, but w- I'd be interested, I'd be interested to see what he turns out to be. Again, I don't think he's seen the field anytime in the first year. Yeah. But somebody I, I think is interesting, maybe keep an eye on. You know, I'm just curious happens. though, I mean, because you know, Richard Penny, they spent a first round pick on. Yeah. And then yeah. Chris Carson is, I think, was third. Something like something that. I believe like he's third or fourth rounder. And he's obviously the lead back. And then now fourth round this year, they get another running back. So, I mean, obviously they value the running backs. Um, that's a lot of high draft capital, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, I still think he had needs elsewhere. Unfortunately, the needs they need is offensive linemen and edge rushers. Edge rushers wasn't the greatest draft for this, so they needed they need like a clowny or they need um, Griffin, they, somebody to sign there for Seattle, and I think that will help kind of boost the culture there. But yeah, I mean Seattle, I, I gave them C minus. I mean D. Uh, there was a lot of reaches, um, but a lot of questionable I, picks. You know, I do of- like Damian Lewis. That's, that's my yeah, that pick. is that is a good pick in the third round. I will tell you that. Um, if, if their goal is to run the ball with as many guys as they have, mm-hmm. I mean, he was a he was a great option as far as um, you know getting behind him and running up some yards in the interior. So we'll see. Um, I mean, I, it just didn't make a lot of sense. They needed the positions. It, it just it didn't make a lot of sense. You know. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, I think that kind of concludes. Yeah, I mean that wraps us up right the there. Draft grades, my friend. We made it. We thirty-two up, thirty-two down. We witnessed wow. some birthdays. Or yeah, one man. birthday, you know, <laughs> a Mother's Day through thirty-two teams. Yeah. You know, we ate some cake. We partied hard. And <laughs> here we are. All right. Well, that that about wraps it up. Uh, we'll try to be back next week. You know, maybe we can go over some scheduling and. And just just look at overall teams. We'll figure something out. We'll get back to you guys hopefully next week. 
Stay in touch. If you guys have anything you want to hear us talk about, please, please, please reach out to us. Email MSM Daily Mail. I'm sorry, Daily Mail at gmail.com. MSM Daily Mail. I'm going to get it right one of these days. MSM Daily Mail at gmail.com. Or what's that Instagram, Benavides? Uh, yeah, you can find us on Instagram, uh, MSM Productions 2020. Uh, by all means, reach out to us, send us a DM if you have any questions, comments, anything you want us to talk about. Um, we'll be glad to cover it, man. All right. Well, have a great weekend. Happy Friday. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you guys hopefully next week. We'll be back. See you. Have a good one. Peace.